Welcome once again to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. Mm-hmm. That voice was Chelsea Dawn. And that voice was Trey Gerald. And our voices together create that little dust bunny that we like to call... The Review Queens. That's funny. Cheerio, Queens. Cheerio, Queens. Cheerio to all of our Patreon members who have exclusive access to our companion after show podcast, which features additional reviews, salacious deep dives, full video recordings, merch discounts, and a whole heck of a lot more. So much, Mo. So if you want to join them, why don't you go visit our Patreon page? You can find that at patreon.com slash review that review, or just go to our website. Chelsea, I just woke up from a nap. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Everything's good. I'm hoping Goldie's going to make it through this recording. She's a little feisty. She was doing a little ankle biting before we got started. So hoping for the best. Well, as Mariah once sang... You can make it through the rain. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How's I don't know. Girl, I yeah. was asleep. Passed out asleep. Wow. And Welcome. I woke up about 10 minutes ago when I texted you and said, this time's still good? <laughs> and you actually said yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have to get up. <laughs> so here I am. That's why I had to restart the beginning. That's why I said something about dust bunnies. It's going to be a fun show. Well, at least you're rested, right? I think. I don't know. I'm kind of sort of like out of sorts. I'm like, am I still asleep? Maybe. You could still be asleep. This could all be a simulation. Who knows? This is a dream. This is a dream. This is a dream. This is a dream. Well, while you're dreaming, were you thinking of like things that annoyed you or complaints that you had? No? I don't know why I just put chocolate covered almond in my oh, mouth i do because they're delicious something's, re- something's really off what's happening <laughs> no i it was really like a power nap so i don't think i actually was sleeping oh, or thinking you didn't of anything, dream but i didn't dream but i've recently discovered ben and jerry's ice cream oh. i know that like that has existed and like i'm way behind i'm just not a sweets person we've talked about a lot what flavor specifically well i realized that ben and jerry's will deliver to your house did you know this? Wow. Well, I mean, not everywhere, but like, like, is it like a Ben and Jerry's storefront? Yeah, it's like a sto- yes, I didn't know this existed. I thought it was just oh, like yeah. packaged ice cream. There is a storefront right next to like where I was living at NYU at the NYU dorms. Yeah. Right down the street. And I think on your birthday, you got a free scoop. That sounds right. There was yeah. like a storefront on the Upper West Side when we lived there. And I ordered yeah. there a couple of times, but it's intimidating. It's hard to start Ben and Jerry's because as you just asked, like, what's the flavors you're talking about? Because it's like 
the names like don't have anything to do with what the actual contents are. So then you have to like Google the contents. It's like, just give me vanilla. I'm not a very flavory person. Okay. But I'll tell you in the last week, I, when you order from the store for delivery, they hand pack it. So it's like, I'm sure I don't think it's made in that store, but there's a little piece of like paper on top, like when you open the lid and it's like, not frozen crazy like when you buy it at the store like at a grocery store is it in the ben and jerry's packaging or is it in like yes. a cup no it's oh. in like their like packaging but it doesn't have like obviously any labels on it other than ben and jerry's so then there's a little white sticker and they like write it with a fun colored sharpie my favorite flavor is coffee coffee buzz buzz that sounds right for you god it's so i good. love americone dream okay so tell me it's vanilla base mm. for sure. And then it has pieces of like chocolate covered waffle cone right. inside mm-hmm. of it. Oh mm-hmm. my God. It's so freaking good. I can actually tell you where my discovery came because I okay. was bored a couple of weeks ago and I was watching on YouTube like how it's made and it was ice cream but literally this episode was like from 2001 or something sure and they were like interviewing the taste tester for at ben and jerry's it was like this like 70 year old man he has a gold-plated spoon and they were like talking through how they like come up with flavors and they have to like figure you know like whatever but um i think that's probably what put it in my head which is why i ordered it a couple weeks ago i just realized that anyway we got into this tangent but Mm -hmm. you were asking me about complaints and i think i am ready to lodge a complaint okay it happened to you today and I, yeah. as I was going through it, I was like, oh, this is absolutely my complaint for later. I have to lodge a complaint against yeah. speech-to-text translations. Yeah. I was texting with Chelsea this afternoon while driving, but safely, I was communicating to Siri in my car through my CarPlay, and it was typing to her. And so, you know, it's like you speak free will, and then like it like is circling, and then you finish, and it's like... You are texting and it repeats it back to you, but it's like sometimes a couple of Crazy. words are off or right. like it doesn't understand when you paused for a millisecond, you wanted a period there. So then it's just like all of a sudden you keep going and then, <laughs> and it's like what, or I was texting to David and I said, oh, I was like, there's debris everywhere. And when it read back what it was sending him, it said strawberries. Like there's it, strawberries that, everywhere. And then I had this like thing like, okay, I'm going to have to text him again really quick and say that was like me texting in the car, but I can't just stop with that because then he's going to be like, don't text and drive. So then I would have to be like, that's me talking through the speech to text feature in the car. And then I'm like freaking out because I don't want to like, you know, it's it's like, it's just this never ending problem. And I was texting with you. And then I was like, I sent like four texts in a row. And I was like, I know like, that the I'm reason I'm sending you these things in yes. a row. And then you're just I like, okay, or what? Like, <laughs> that's not even what you said. But it's like, anyway, I'm just right. really frustrated because I my my gut here is that the more you use the feature, it learns your voice. I'm expecting, but in order to get through it, you have to keep doing it, and it's just so stressful and frustrating because it's annoying. You're, I'm someone that doesn't like to have spelling errors, and it seems like it's just inevitable. And I, I don't like that because I can't. You can't rely on a robot to be a human, and I think that's True. a trip. Stri- Tricky, tricky. That's a tricky route. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any experience here? It's really frustrating to me. 
Well, I do. And like, so the thing is, I, I find it very distracting to be driving and concerned that mm-hmm. the robot isn't going to get it right because yeah. of that. Like, I am going to have to check it. So I, that's, I mean, you know this, I am a caller for that reason, because if mm. I'm driving, I will call and leave a voice message for what it is that I want to say. And people, I mean, have I done this as a complaint before? I'm going to lodge right into my complaint off of piggybacking off of yours. People have like such a problem with the calling Mm -hmm. and the voicemail leaving, like as if they're like accosted, like I'm attacking them because I'm calling them and leaving them a message. If I call you and you're busy, you are under zero obligation to reply. In fact, if I'm leaving you a voicemail, you're on zero obligation to acknowledge whatever was said in that voicemail until you have a moment where you're able to listen to it and then reply. Mm. If it's an emergency and I call you, maybe you don't answer, then like I'll pull over and text message you because I understand that that's like easier just to read real quick. But why are we acting like you're accosted? I'm attacking you just by calling you like i feel like this was really became a millennial thing yeah older generations don't have as much of a problem with this but starting from our generation and certainly younger it's like it's become very acceptable to hate on people who call and leave voicemails why yeah i feel like there is that um cultural statement it's like this could have been an email or whatever But it is funny because I had the strict impulse at the very beginning before you even started lodging this when you said, I'll just call you. I had the impulse to say, well, friendship over. But I don't know how if I actually really feel that way or if it's just part of our cultural thing, like just text. Texting is less intrusive for some reason people assume. But I also feel like... like that's also like go to therapy and work that out with your therapist. If you really feel like a phone call is accosting you, that's right. like a bigger issue, I think. People really do feel that way, though. Do you have people that just call you that you wish would I, not? No, I don't. Because I'm like fine with the phone. And I think that my fellow yeah. friends that are fine with the phone are going to call me and they're going to know, you know, if I can answer, I can answer. If I can, I won't. I'll call you back when I can. Like, I don't have a problem with it, but I will say that I have like a working relationship with someone and I'll leave it at that. And this person does not like it if I call them without giving them like huge fair warning. Like there's going to be a phone call because this is an anxiety inducing thing for them. And for me, that's anxiety inducing because that means if I'm working with you, we have a working relationship things are going on, I have a thought about something while I'm driving or whatever it is, I need to pull over to text message you that thing. Because if I just call you and like leave it on your voicemail or just like whatever, like that's I'm accosting you. Like I need to reserve the time to call you. And I just think it's crap. I mean, I think there are limits. I think we don't call anybody before 10 a.m. We don't call anybody after 10 a.m., 10 p.m., sorry. You know, if it's especially a business like or work related thing. Yes, I think that there's etiquette, certainly. But I think to like blanket statement, be like, I don't do phone calls. I don't do whatever. And like you're in a working relationship with other people. How is that acceptable? I think it's crazy. 
quite frankly. Right. Chelsea's not talking about me, just FYI. I'm definitely not talking about Trey. I'm talking about someone else. Every time you kept saying that, I was like, I wonder if people are like, oh no, are they in a fight? I wonder if it's all around some sort of interest and boundaries. Because when I think back to when we only had rotary phones, right. you had to answer because you didn't know who was on the other line. And we didn't right. have caller True. ID. We didn't even have voicemails at a certain time in history. And now it's like you have 24-hour access to any human being with texting or emailing or calling. Right. So even voice memos, we are... Oh, Natalie, who sings a theme song, she loves to leave a voice memo, which mm-hmm. is also like, that's actually interesting because it's not a it lot of people do that. It is interesting because I thought maybe I could do the voice memos while driving, but actually oh, that's mm-hmm. like very difficult to do. You can't yeah, do that. Hard. Right. So, like, I don't know why the voice memos were okay, but the voicemails weren't. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but the thing about the voice memo is that, like, it is for me, it's like you can't unread a text message, but I can't Correct. always listen to your Correct. voice memo if I'm in like a public place. Correct. So that's kind of its own annoyance. I hear that. But the point is, I don't like write any of the forms off. I think use your form. It's up to me in terms of the boundaries thing. And this is the last thing I'll say about it because obviously I'm getting heated. But in terms of the (laughs) boundary thing, I'm all about people having their own boundaries. I just don't understand why we think it's a boundary crosser Mm. for me to call you or leave a voicemail. It is within your right as a boundary holder to not listen to that voicemail right away or not respond to that call right away or respond to that call with a text if that's what you'd like to do. But there's nothing to do with me breaking your boundary by making a phone call, especially when I'm driving because I want to be a safe driver because I'm distracted by the voice to text. It is interesting because in my relationship with David, he feels the same way you do about like, if I call you and you can't speak, like you don't have to answer, which was... right completely new information to me i always felt like i had to answer the phone which is probably something in the difference between our upbringings but like even today he called me and i didn't answer it because i was trying to take a nap and then i was like oh god what if he's in a kinahora something bad happened right i was like well he'll call a second time but and that you really got heated and that wasn't even your written down complaint for today it's on the list oh it is it's on the list it wasn't the one i was gonna do today but then when you got started i was just like (laughs) i'm already hated might as well (laughs) oh well Well, now that we're so hot and bothered yeah let's talk about hot things or things (laughs) that are should be hot but aren't that sounds like well i don't want to lead the audience down a road sure but Let's do it. Let's jump yeah. in, should we? Let's go head to head. Uh-oh. It's a versus episode. Let's do it. Assess that kvetch. Today, Chelsea and I are going to cover a one star and a five star on the same topic. Today's topic is the USC Dining Hall. That's right, all you college kids who are now back in school right now. For this versus episode, Trey selected the one star and I selected the five star. So to determine who rates first, we got to flip that quota. I think it's my turn to guess. Yes. You ready? All right. I'm going to go with heads. It's tails. I feel like I've gone first the last 19 episodes. That's fine. That's what the universe wanted. So, Trey is going to go first. So, today we're covering, as Trey mentioned, 
a USC dining hall. This particular dining hall is called EVK, which stands for Everybody's Kitchen Dining Hall at the University of Southern California. According to the USC website, Everybody's Kitchen offers home-style favorites, made-to-order action station, pizza, daily grill specials, salad bar, and dessert station. They offer monthly theme nights where they transform the dining room, bring in entertainment, and let the chefs go all out with the menu. Each... Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Are you just, I, just, I just said, uh-uh, but Okay. <laughs> okay. Each residential community is anchored by an all-you-care-to-eat dina venue offering a different culinary experience, appealing to a variety of dining preferences and nutritional lifestyles. At the time of this recording, the EVK Dining Hall has 34 Yelp reviews with an average rating of two and a half out of five, so right down the middle. It has not been claimed on Yelp by USC. Okay. So with all this background info in mind, well, before we jump in, I just want to say, did you have a meal plan at school, Trey? I did my freshman year of college, but never after that. What about Same. you? Same. Yeah. And I think that like that all you can, you care to dine thing. Again, not that I'm like, like pointing any fingers, but the whole freshman 15 thing, it's definitely the dining hall. Because mm. I don't think that like we're supposed to just be let to eat lots of fried food like that. I don't know. It was it was dangerous for me because there was a dining hall in my freshman dorm. Well, it's interesting to me because my memory is that it's all you can eat, and it's funny to me they've changed it to all you care to eat. Care to eat, right? Well, I think they're trying to say like you don't have to eat it all, Correct. but if you want to. You can in these certain hours. Exactly. Oh, it was dangerous, but it was it was clutch. Anyway, with all that background info in mind, I'm so curious to hear what this one star has to say, Trey. So let's let's jump right in. Let's do it. Review that review. All righty. So yes, I today have the one star Yelp review. For the EVK, which to me does not abbreviate as I know everybody's, everybody's kitchen, it's funny, but yeah, I think it would be EBK, but whatever, who cares? Um, <laughs> so today's one star is written by J dot C dot. So I guess it's Jesus Christ, everyone. Oh, I guess so. Did he go to USC? Guess so. Okay. So this is JC's one star. Yelp review for the EVK Dining Hall at USC. Let's hear it. Keep it simple is the motto placed prominently on the wall of everybody's kitchen. A less than premier dining hall at a premier university. At first I thought, keep it simple meant this was the place to go for the basics. While the village and Parkside offer an array of complex options EVK seemed to stick with American classics, burgers, cheese, steaks, etc. Simple cooked vegetables, several types of meat, a concept I happen to like. As time went on, however, I began to suspect Keep It Simple actually stands for several other things. Chiefly, minimum effort, meaning 
only cooking good fresh food when a lot of visiting students or parents are on campus, or keeping it too simple to check for caterpillars and their food before serving it to the bright young minds of our generation, (laughs) or keeping the broccoli nice and yellow and the burgers nice and cold. My confusion is furthered by the seeming lack of ability to fund better quality food in this establishment, coupled with the spontaneous hiring of a DJ to blast our eardrums out while we, parentheses, try to enjoy our mediocre food. My efforts to expose EVK are probably futile. It well represents the USC practice of spending on any and all things that make it look good, but skimping out when it comes to the nitty gritty and the lives of students actually paying to be there. Things like properly colored water in the faucets or showers that produce more than a sullen drizzle. Things like caterpillar-free food and nice green broccoli. Fight on. <laughs> okay. All right, Jesus okay. Christ, JC. Um, <laughs> I wish they had given us more information about the Caterpillar incident because it's like quite a detail to just like pop in there. I sort of wanted to know, like, is this a regular thing? There's like constantly Caterpillars in the food or... Was, was that it more a horrifying of a like, yeah, one th- time I, only? This is like not the best food, and one time I have this situation. I I know that this isn't really a part of the assessment, but I just remembered this thing. Did you know that dining halls across America certainly put laxatives in the food? What no? As a safety precaution, what? because so many people like let's say there was a some sort of like out bacteria outbreak at a dining hall they can't afford for like that many people to get sick so they put laxatives in the food so that it works through the system faster and you have less of a chance of getting sick oh my word that's such an american concept isn't it it's such a american problem solving well i agree i agree with the thoughts here about needing a little more detail in the story about the caterpillar this is sort of not helpful for us to write this review but i will tell you in reading several one stars i did see multiple mentions of (gasps) late ladybugs oh but bugs and caterpillars and that's crazy wow weird right that is weird i do know that like when i go to the farmer's market and stuff sometimes there are like little bugs in the lettuce and stuff but that's outside yeah. And that's very well, fresh. It's a farmer's market. Because it's fresh and it's like on off the right. farm and they don't have pesticides and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's very But weird. that's I different don't... though, Chelsea, because you're going to buy that lettuce and then you're going to wash, wash it and it. prepare something. It's not right, like right. putting you're it right. on a you're plate right. to right. fork. <laughs> you're right. That This is like we should be serving. But I appreciate I thought that. it was an interesting note that they like really spruce up the dining hall for the parents and prospective students Mm -hmm. that's something i wouldn't have really thought of but i do think that that's super interesting as a student at a university that's so popular that probably has tons of people visiting it 
all yeah. the time. Like, I just think that's such a weird thing to be in the dining hall and be like, oh, we have fresh baked cookies today. Must be a prospective students, you know, touring the school or something like that. Like, I just think it's interesting to change the menu for that. But it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's also, I want to point out here, like, this is sort of spelling and grammar-ish, but okay. it's interesting because, you know, we have read many, many reviews and this review really feels like a college student to me. It feels like they got a thesis statement by like looking around and they're like, hmm, it's so interesting that keep it simple is on the wall. Right. I'm going to structure right. this five paragraph essay around on the keep concept it of keep it simple. And I'm going to yeah. keep bringing it back up. And the vocabulary words are very rich in this. And they use a lot of dashes, a lot of commas. They really are adding supporting evidence minus more details about the caterpillar. But I like that they circle back and bring up the caterpillar one last time. Yes. It really does read pretty. And it feels like I felt nice reading it. Like I felt like it made me feel smart. <laughs> what? What do we think about like the the tackling on to this review of like the weird colored water and like uh, was it the shower pressure or like yes. something else? I'm glad you said that because it does feel like un it doesn't feel yeah. part of the story. It's not really like on point with the review. No, I don't for think this. anyone no, I don't think anyone in the kitchen has anything to do with the water pressure in the dorms. Exactly. So I do think that's a little odd. But they're sort of adding that as like an overarching theme of being a student at this school, which I think is sort of irrelevant because they're different departments. Right. I like that they had the pretension to refer to them and their classmates as bright young minds. Science of our generation. Yeah. Of our generation. Mm -hmm. I also like the phrase skimping. Yeah. I do feel like that's a common thing in college is like trying to meet the bottom line or whatever that is but it's hard because i feel like usc is similar to nyu it's like you know a lot of spoiled kids with a lot of very high expectations it does i'm not leading the witness but it does make me wonder if like is jc a little bit more picky like do we think that they're just like an average person or i know that like a lot of the people that i went to school with especially the guys were just like thrilled to have access to this gross junk food where I didn't really I don't even know if I kept my meal plan for second semester I maybe did I know I definitely didn't pass freshman year because like I wanted higher quality food I didn't want dining hall food but I also like don't necessarily hold that against the dining hall like knock on all the wood I don't think I ever got like food poisoning or anything like that and that I feel like is like a real measure of a nightmare so I do wonder if JC's opinion applies to everybody. Well, it is interesting because I get the opinion that JC is just saying, like, we want green broccoli and like hot burgers. Right. True, 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 true. For so that doesn't that. feel as bratty to me. But it does. Right. I, do have an, uh, I do have an overall feeling that JC feels, uh, what's the word? They, they, they sort of have a chip on their shoulder that everyone is out to get them. That comes across yeah. in this because they're I talking about being a, little bit. a premier university. But maybe that's just more supporting evidence. I don't know. And maybe that is more of like a college thing. Like haven't been really knocked off your... Like when mm -hmm. you go to a college, especially a college like USC, which is a great school, 
like everything the end all be all is getting into a great school and then afterwards like life really <laughs> hasn't kicked jc Shows in up. the nuts yet you know mm-hmm. i so. mean to me i it's funny like i don't think that dining halls are gonna be nice like i don't think that they're gonna be good so i, I don't know i think there's like varying degrees you know i suppose like some dining but I, halls they're are obviously not fine dining they're not fine dining and they're not right. claiming to be especially Correct. like no matter what way you want to interpret the keep it simple catchphrase motto whatever you want to call it you know clearly it is indicating like yeah we're keeping it simple we're keeping it basic so it's not going to be great do you think there's value in this i think there is i guess like other than the cold burgers and the yellow broccoli i don't know if this feels very one starry to me I think I think of one star reviews as being like more nightmarish, like this terrible thing happened to me. Whereas this feels a little bit more like two star, three star, where it's like, it's fine. I ate there. Like on the days when prospective students were there, it was good. On the days when they weren't, it wasn't that great. But like, what is so catastrophic in this review that merits a one star? Because one stars, that's a statement. That's a good point. Like, I wonder, it, maybe JC did not personally have the caterpillar in their food. Because I'm imagining oh, whoever did have the caterpillar, that's really one star. I agree with you. I do feel like they're just saying, like, this is not good. And it's, it doesn't meet the standards of what you would expect for this very prestigious university. I think that's, yeah. yeah. See, I forgot about the caterpillar because it just wasn't attached to any emotion, which I wonder if it was done in jest in humor like making it so sort of lax like that like and then caterpillars in the food and blah 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 like instead of being like i was on board until caterpillar you know because i'm also thinking like maybe that's like an ongoing urban myth like oh there's caterpillars in the salads at evk or maybe maybe it's a prank like i could see it's a college like some stupid science major was like watch what i'm doing ethel Ethel. <laughs> I don't know why I said Ethel. Okay. I think yeah. that this, like, I am getting this is not Le Cirque and that it's not that great. Right. I agree. I think what, where JC is succeeding is they are really setting up my expectations. Yes. That's the word I was going to say. They're telling me to not expect anything good. Right. Which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. But I do, okay. I, I, I believe them, but I also sort of feel like. For some reason, I'm having a hard time telling, like, is it a little shady? Because they're ending with the phrase fight on and they're talking about other instances where they feel cheated by this university. That Fight on is like a USC thing, I want to say. That's like a Trojans fight on. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Is USC like the little mascot guy that's like the Trojan guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see his yeah. little head. Um, yes. All right. Do you think that this will be a common experience for people? I do. I mean, I kind of do too. If the broccoli is yellow more than one time, that's a problem. Like yeah. it's broccoli. It's broccoli's everywhere. It's not like it's not like we're talking about filet mignon. It's like broccoli. That yeah. That's definitely not great. I would be upset though if I was a student and I had this meal plan because I remember when I was in school. You know, my dad was like, you really need to eat there because we're paying for the, like, right, you can exactly. go to restaurants every so often, but, like, you you can't We're paying go. for this unlimited plan, yes. and that's the whole idea. Right. Yeah. Humor? Now I got that. The, 
couple of chuckles but i think they were trying for humor i don't know how successful jc was but i do think that they were making an effort this might be a show first for me but i was entertained reading it like it does feel like an essay to me i I felt like this is a scholarly piece of writing which is like seems like an unusual territory for that like i i enjoyed jc's literary voice while reading it yeah, I think that JC made a real valiant effort, especially with the spelling and grammar being on point. I think we can tell that they're a college student. Like you said, they're not just slopping mm-hmm. something together. They're they're really uh, putting together a narrative. All right. I feel like I've I've gathered all the intel I need. Yeah, let's crown think- okay. let's crown Jesus. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another's opinions. We will simultaneously reveal our ratings. The Queens are tabulating. Total school. All right. I'm holding up three and a half crowns. Trey is holding up four crowns. I went with three and a half for JC. You know, a little bit above middle of the road. I wanted more info on the Caterpillar. I love a personal story, as you know. If we're going to drop some shade, I want to know really the personal event that happened. Because if you're going to go ahead and call it one star, then give me that show-stopping moment that makes this a non-negotiable. I don't really feel like JC succeeded on that for me i think they succeeded in a lot of other places and that's why i went with three and a half but i couldn't give them more than that because i wanted more i wanted more from jc in terms of the personal experience and why this was really a one star why uh four stars from you try well i said four because interesting i i actually appreciate the cool collectedness throughout this review which i think we got into a conversation about like it doesn't feel like a one star because it doesn't feel like this raging horrifying experience and then i also found myself wanting more details so i said four because i think it's beautifully written i'm it's hard for me to tell the truthful shady scale here because i can't tell if jc is on a campaign to Mm pull the wool back from people's eyes that like USC is duping people because (laughs) as they say, my efforts to expose are probably futile, which makes me think, okay, like it seems like the world is showing up in a certain way to JC that life's hard and no one's caring, which is very college student. But um, I, but I actually enjoy the review. I think the lasting impact here is like, I'm going to turn all of my romaine leaves upside down. I'm going to (laughs) like dig around and oh, like, yeah. you know, I don't know if I would, I would probably try to knock at the meal plan, honestly. Or maybe seek out other dining halls. And I would also know that when I tour the school, it's probably not going to be a good rec. Uh, it's not going to be representation. Real. Yeah, that's all uh, smoke and mirrors and acting. I'm acting. Right. I agree. All right. All right. Bye, well, that JC. Was fun. Should we? Should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's do a quick game break. And then when we come back, we will hear Chelsea's five-star review. And then we can determine, is the EVK good or bad? God, I can't wait to decide. BRB. Love it. BRB. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. 
Not yet. Okay. (laughs) 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 One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime, and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind Keychain Mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created Keychain Alarm Sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits a 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at she'sbirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at she'sbirdie.com. Do you want to do it? Well, I mean, you're usually the one that does it. You could do it. You do it. Fight on. It's game time. That's right. It is game time. We have a brand new game. Trey has no idea. I've created this game specifically for our back to college episode. Trey, mm-hmm. are you ready to play a brand new game? I'm ready. Okay. Should we do that weird Hawaiian music? (laughs) All right, Trey. This game is called Professor or Kvetcher. Okay, is it a class that is taught by a real professor or is it the title of a review written by a Kvetcher? All right, so you're going to tell me Professor or Kvetcher. So it's like, is this a class or is this a subject? Do you think it's a real class or did I pull this from the title of a Kvetcher review? review. Got it. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Um, Professor or Kvetcher? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. For the love of Snoop. This is a Kvetcher. That's right. It's a Kvetcher. Yay. What if Harry Potter is real? Well, I'm thrown off by the tense there. What if mm-hmm. Harry Potter is real? Mm-hmm. I think if it was a class, it would be what if Harry Potter was real? So mm-hmm. I'm going to say this is a Kvetcher. It is a professor. It is a class taught at Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina. Whoa. Right? Okay, here we go. Death to fast fashion this is a kvetcher yes that is right trey that is a kvetcher yay wait was that about (laughs) h&m oh death to fashion was an amazon review written by hr for a book called how to get dressed a costume designer secrets for making your clothes look fit and feel amazing (laughs) okay hillary rodham (laughs) exactly All right. The sociology of Miley Cyrus. (laughs) 
I think you might be trying to trick me with the word sociology, so I'm going to say this is a kvetcher. Professor, <gasps> this is a class taught at Skidmore College. What? Yeah, here we go. Okay. Making Whoopi Goldberg's canon. This is a course, Professor. It's a course. It's a course. It's a Bates College by Professor Charles I. Nero. He self-identified, I think, created this class. All right. Street fighting mathematics. Kvetcher. All right. This is a a course taught at MIT of all places. What? I know. Isn't it funny? Okay. I'm tied right now. Tight, watery. The good life on a dollar a day. I think this is about water bottle good life company. So I'm going to say this is a Kvetcher. That is Professor. It's a class at Alfred University. Flat Earth for me. (laughs) This is without a doubt a Kvetcher. It's a Kvetcher. You're right. You're right. What is that for? It is an Amazon review written by Amazon, good old (gasps) Amazon customer for... Einstein, The Life and Universe by Walter <laughs> Isaacson. The flat earth for me. That's okay. funny. I know, I know. Okay, all right. Deconstructing TV's Buffy. This is a professor. It is. It's a class at Emerson College. Okay. Stupidity. This could be both, but I think it's a Fetcher. Professor it is a class at Occidental College. The Amazing World of Bubbles. This is a Fetcher. It is a course at Caltech. How do you teach a class on bubbles? Oh my God, I know. Okay. The Physics of Star Trek. I could see this being a book, but I'm going to say this is a course. This is a professor. It is a professor at Santa Clara University. Okay. Only the classiest of artwork. Fetcher. That's right. Okay. This is an Amazon review written by Kathleen B for a portrait of Danny DeVito and his (laughs) beloved ham. Ham? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Tree climbing. Professor. That's right. Tree climbing is a one credit course that you can take at Cornell (laughs) University. Tree climbing for one credit? (laughs) Ready? Oh, look, a chicken. Fetcher. What? It is a class taught at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Materialism and lack of introspection. I really feel like this could be both. I'm going to say it's Kvetcher. You're right. 
It is a Kvetcher. It is an Amazon review written by Alyssa M. of, of the book Chris Jenner and All the Things Kardashian. Whoa. Okay. Surviving the coming zombie apocalypse. Professor. Professor. Wow, I'm surprised you got that so quickly. That is a class at Michigan State University. Okay. Arguing with Judge Judy. Professor? Professor, that's right. I could see that being like a law course. Right? University of California, Berkeley. Okay, there's like so many good ones. It's so hard for me to like stop. We can do some on the after show too. Yeah, we'll do more on the after show. I always pick so many. That was fun, Trey. I think you actually did pretty well. How do you feel? I feel good. So I got 11, but I missed six. So I think that that's winning over 50% with with the curve. I call that street fighting mathematics. I I call that a pass. How did you guys do, listeners? Let us know. Call in. Did you beat Trey? If you did, congratulations to you. Review that review. All righty. We are back from that rousing game break. I feel roused. And wow, did I do good. You did great. Now, Chelsea, it's your turn. Let's hear this other side, the flip side of the quarter, one might say. Let's hear the heads of USC Dining Hall. Chelsea, what have you got for us? So this review is written by Petsy, (laughs) P-E-T-C-Y, Y, Petsy, Y, and Petsy gave uh, the Dining Hall EVK five stars. Okay. Okay, here we go. It's good, BC, I feel included in everybody's kitchen. I wish the experience could last forever, but unfortunately... I have to go back to my dorm and sleep. But if sleep wasn't a thing, I would live in the soup section of EVK. I ate the salad, some of the best leaves I've ever put in my mouth. <gasps> For dessert, I got the ice cream. There were three options, but only one of them worked. That's okay, because that's the exact one I wanted. Leave it to EVK to know exactly what the people want. Really, an institution created to cater to the masses. Here's the drink I had. Poetic, an emotional name that brought tears into my eyes. Blueberry spa water. PLS eat here. I beg of you. It was an out-of-body experience. What? (laughs) Do you think that this was a joke review? I think it is a joke, but I also think that Petsy probably likes the soup section and the ice cream. What? What's ew? Well, I'm just imagining like the slop of a soup, but I'm also coming into this from JC's review. So let me, let me erase that for a second. Right. Let's put that all aside. Cause like, have you ever gotten to Whole Foods and they have like all those like soup things there? Is that gross? I guess what I was bringing into the conversation, which I'm going to take out, is like, if there's not a high integrity level for the food, then the soup could be really foul. Right. So let me rewind here. I have a question here. 
Petsy says that they have three nozzles for the ice cream, mm-hmm. but only one of them works, which is all okay because that's one they wanted. Okay, well, what if you wanted one of the two that wasn't there? That doesn't sound like a five right. star to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that we have a similar situation with both of these where like maybe we're not assigning the right amount of stars to the review Dude. that's given. What but is this I, saying about the future of America? Right? But I do like that like they didn't just wax poetic like they owned up to the fact that there were three options and only one of them worked i think this is a perfect example of two people who really did have different expectations like petsy likes the soup she's in it for the lettuce she's she's in it for the ice cream she is in it she loved the blueberry spa water you know what i just thought about what i am imagining those like frozen yogurt machines yeah where it's like vanilla, swirl, and chocolate. Right. So if two of them weren't working, that means they ran out of either vanilla or they ran out of chocolate. Right? Because well, it's two flavors and the middle one is both. So if you're out of two, that means they ran out of chocolate. Yeah, but I guess it also could just be like vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. It could just be like straight Have you three. ever seen that in your life? Yeah. You have seen a frozen yogurt machine that was three flavors? For sure. Yeah. I mean, look at like 16 handles. There's like 16 different flavors. <laughs> right? Well, that's called 16 <laughs> handles. I'm talking about a dining hall ice cream machine. I'm saying yes. The dining hall ice cream <laughs> machine is usually vanilla chocolate in the middle is chocolate. <gasps> so you're that's an interesting point, Trey, because if it, if we are to believe that it's your standard three-tap Froyo machine... Then if they were out of, let's say I wanted vanilla, but they were out of chocolate, well then yeah, chocolate would definitely be down and the vanilla chocolate would be down because there's not going to be any chocolate to make a squirrel. Right. So anyway, if that were the case, I'm a vanilla girl, I would be happy like like Petsy. You know, the reason that I think this is probably jokey, there's mm-hmm. a lot of indicators, but like saying that they wish they could sleep there or that they didn't have to sleep so they could just stay there, that feels very not truthful. Also, some of the best leaves I've ever had. I know. I ever put in my mouth. Ew. I know. Because see, now I'm starting to wonder, like, maybe this is so below par that now the Yelp is getting trolled. Maybe. Well, okay, what about the review makes this question that maybe there is some truth here? That the blueberry water is good? Yeah, well, I guess the specific things that they mentioned make me feel like there's, like, truth behind the joke. Like, yeah, like the soup section and Mm -hmm. the the leaves. So it's like, I guess there's a salad bar and the ice cream. And I don't know. I mean, like, people are dramatic, especially in college. So I would... You know how like different dining halls kind of excel in different areas? I would buy mm-hmm. that like this is the one you want to go to if you want to get like the, although only one of the ice creams is working, but <laughs> you're coming for the froyo or the soup or maybe like just to get a simple salad, you know? Wait, can I ask you a question? When was yours? Two when years did Petsy- ago. Because oh. I saw a bunch of reviews that were one star that said they removed the ice cream machines. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I mean, it definitely is a little bit jokey. Admittedly, there were not that many five-star reviews for, (laughs) you know, obviously you said that there was, what, a 2.5 overall. So, you know, there weren't very many five-star reviews, so I didn't have a ton to pull from. So I don't think that Petsy is like the (laughs) end-all be-all in terms of whether or not I would go to this dining hall. But it did make me feel like maybe not everybody hates it. 
Mm. You know? Do you think there's unique information in this review? I mean, I learned that there's a soup section. (laughs) Yes. Right? And Uh, that there's ice cream. So And blueberry spa water. This also feels like the opposite end of JC because the spelling grammar, IDK, LMK. Very colloquial, PLS, BC. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Are there misspellings or just um, lazy spellings? No, no misspellings. Just like... It reads like a text message, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's two years old. I don't know how old the other one was, but like it does feel very like Gen Z, you know. It's Wait. not all written in lowercase, but like it has that like text message abbreviation feel. Oh, I thought you didn't text. I thought you only called. I didn't say I don't text. I just don't <laughs> text and drive, Trey. <laughs> angry that quick. <laughs> <sighs> God. Do we think this is a typical experience? Do you think that's, you know, here, wait, I can actually play both sides of the field on this okay. because we've talked about freshman 15. I can experience it's like you do want to not leave. Like you just want to keep right like, hoarding this ice cream. Yeah, because the thing is also like once you leave, like that's the whole trick of the dining hall is like you swipe oh, you once mm-hmm. you're in there yep. that counts as like mm-hmm. one of your meals or whatever and then as soon as you leave if you want to come back in there well then you got to swipe another meal so like i exactly. do understand that feeling of like not wanting to leave because what if i get up back up to my room and i'm like oh i really want that ice cream i really want that mm-hmm. thing it's like gotta get it all in now i mean it obviously is a joke and i hear you i think that the problem with these sort of jokey reviews that really go over the top leaning into the joke is it is hard to tell where are we being truthful where are we giving real information you know is the soup really amazing is the blueberry water really amazing? i mean the whole poetic here's the drink i had colon poetic and emotional name that brought tears into my eyes blueberry spa water like see that makes me think that they don't even have the blueberry water i think that that occurs to me and hearing it as an extension of the joke like they don't even have like it's just gross water that's brown like the faucets in the gym or in the showers oh here's i mean who knows we'll never know but like it all all occurs to me that this is such a farcical ruse because everyone knows that this evk right so like if i read it they would be like if i would read it and i went to usc i would i i gotta ask my friend that went to usc you know if she would co-sign on any of this or if this is all just a joke it is hard to say petsy did go hard with the tone does petsy have other reviews yeah they do Hmm. they've written 18 other reviews and they've included 14 pictures though they, they didn't include any pictures here I mean, I'm making this up, and but it does occur to me that this is all in jest, which right. feels shady to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, the truth is, everything I'm saying is not real. The truth is that it's it terrible. All the ice creams never work. I can right. only eat the soup or the leaves. Everything else is gross. And I'm calling it spa water, but it's actually just, like, muddy water. Right. It might be. I mean, who knows? I don't know. But I do think there's an impact for me. And what is that impact? I'll tell you in the crown. Okay, okay. Should we crown? Do you? Yeah, I think I could. You? I think I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Okay. The queens are tabulating. Total school. Two crowns, two crowns. The queens are unanimous. All right, try. Let us know. What's the impact? 
All right, I'm totally creating this on my own and making it up. It okay. could it could be real. It just occurs to me that it's all a joke. I mean, there are 34 reviews. You see that it's a two and a half yeah. out of five rating. It feels to me that Petsy was just like, I. there's an impact for me that this is only cooperating that this is a really bad dining hall. <laughs> right. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. And also, I'm saying the two stars because it does look like a text message. And it also feels like there's not really anything to gather here other than they have soup. <laughs> right. And that the ice cream machine doesn't always offer Work. all of the offerings. Right. So it does make me think I need to read more reviews. So the impact sort of is like, maybe this is just really bad. Yeah. Which is the opposite of the five star. So right. then I'm sort of like, well, this is like the Matrix or something. So. <laughs> Two stars because it's more confusing than it is insightful. Yeah. But I think maybe the joke, if I read it, if I lean into what I think is all in jest, maybe that is the insight, which is the impact. So I said two stars because I'm confused, Petsy. Petsy, why? I'm Petsy, why? Petsy, why? 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 Why, Petsy, why? Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. why? Why did you say two crowns? I said two crowns mostly for all the same reasons that you said. I don't think I can, as a review queen, you know, sign off on this review because I don't think there's enough information on the bone. But I do think Petsy put through an effort, clearly was going for a style, clearly was going for some humor, uh, was having fun with it, is an anomaly, right? Is a, a five star amongst one star or two stars. So, they had to stand out one way or another. I sort of wish they would have stood out in more of a like, I've heard all the bad reviews and here's my defense. But they decided to go with a different tactic. And for that, I gave them the two crowns. But in terms of this being a useful review, couldn't really give more than that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Fight on. Fight on. Would you get a meal plan or no? If my only option was to go to this dining hall, no. Yeah, I think the impact here is like, I would choose to not attend this EVK kitchen. Right. No. no. Unless a point you brought up early on in the episode is like, are these privileged kids that don't have a real grasp of reality yet? And maybe it's just totally fine. But I guess, you know, to counteract my own point, if, <laughs> you're, if you're somebody that isn't this picky, who isn't this entitled, who let's say is... Like, you know, your dad, you were, you guys were trying to be economical with your meal plan. If like that was really what you were thinking about, then are you going to even bother going to Yelp to look at the reviews? Or are you just Correct. sort of going to be like, it is what it is. I'll make it work. I think I would just do it as what it is. I don't think right? I would be looking on Yelp. <laughs> right. And even more telling of all, we didn't even talk about why have they not claimed it on Yelp? That would you claim a two bizarre. and a half? Well, that's why I'm saying. Well, that's, that makes me think it is true. Right. Exactly. Especially if we're doing this statistic from this five star that, in my opinion, is actually a one star. Like, <laughs> right. Then that makes it even lower than two and a half. Right. True. True. There's only true. 34 reviews. It's right. Petsy really, she she's uh, tipping the scales. She's a statistics major. Oh, you're right. That was super fun. That made me nostalgic yeah. for college again. Oh, I got to get my trapper keeper. Right? Anyway, enough yeah. of that. All right, my queen. We've reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. Okay, today I'm really excited because I am going to induct a fellow podcast. Woo! 
All right. So I recently discovered and actually love this new podcast. It's called What the Hell Was That? (laughs) And the co-hosts, Nate and Mike, are really funny. So what the premise of the show is, they watch these sort of notoriously questionable films, and then they do really funny recaps where they literally go like beat by beat of the plot and break down what the hell was that? (laughs) You know, they have like all their own like, stories and stuff that they like toss in there so it really is like you're hanging out with the two of them and it's like you know it's similar to us in a way where it's like funny to like pick things apart and try to like find the reasoning they also like cover reviews of the like from uh audience members like from rotten tomatoes etc so it's really funny. My fave, I two of my favorite episodes. They do the Dear Evan Hansen movie, which is funny, and then they also do Cruella, which is very funny, which I did not see, but I saw it. Did you think it was bad? I liked it. I didn't think it was bad. I mean, they obviously did. I'm curious to listen to the episode. Well, that's a funny one because they actually watched it twice (laughs) and then they were saying like they couldn't because something happened so they couldn't actually record after they first saw it so then they had to like find another theater where it was playing and it was like an hour away um so then they had to like drive and like to go and hate watch this thing to then record and then they weren't able to and then they're like we cannot like watch this movie a third time right but they what i thought was interesting is they're bringing up the parallels of a lot of the trappings of the devil wears prada is actually yes. in the blend of Corella, which only made me want to watch it more. <laughs> I can see that. I can definitely see that. Anyway, so I'm highly recommending What the Hell Was That? The podcast. <laughs> it's really great, really fun. Uh, if you just want to like have something fun to listen to, disengage from the harsh realities of life, get some laughs, you know, kibitz and... Um, Take a break from the true crime. Yeah, exactly. Or if you yourself have written, because, you know, we don't really cover film on this podcast, but if you are someone that writes reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, etc., you should go check out What the Hell Was That? Because maybe they have picked up one of your reviews and you're being featured on this podcast you didn't even know. So for that reason, I am inducting What the Hell Was That? podcast (laughs) with co-hosts Nate and Mike. They're really fun and enjoyable. I highly recommend you go over there and you give them some likes. Write them a review. Tell them that we sent you. So we've included in the show notes below all of the links to find what the hell was that? Make sure you check it out. I'm going to be clicking. I know that. What the hell was that? Love that that so much. (laughs) Love my fellow podcast community. Have such love for anyone else that makes a podcast now that I know everything that goes into it. Right. That also reminded me, my friend Lauren, my best friend since I was like six, came over. I was like, I think in high school, I had just got my wisdom teeth out and she brought over a bunch of DVDs Mm -hmm. because that was still a thing. And we watched, I want to say, the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie Getting There. No idea. And it was so bad that we both like turned to each other and we're like, was that really that bad? And we watched it a second time to Mm. confirm that it was that bad. And the reality is, yes, it was. It was that bad. Nate and Mike, there's your next film, Getting There, starring Mary (laughs) Kate and Ashley Olsen. We'll throw back to when Mary Kate and Ashley acted. Remember that? I do. Oh my God, one time I was going to an audition on like the Lower East Side and the elevator opened like it was going like the 12th floor but the elevator opened on like the fourth Uh and they were both standing there to get on the elevator and it was so scary 
Oh my like God, just the door opened and they're both in black trench coats, like with their like <laughs> matted hair. Of you know, course. it was really yes. alarming. I went to college with them. They went to, I mean, they, I think dropped out. They, dropped but they out, were yeah. my year at Tish. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Good for them. Good for them. They're like billionaires. They're amazing entrepreneurs, if nothing else. Well, and the energy of the Olsen twins. Yes. We did it, Queen. That is another round on the RU and RQ Ferris Wheel of Twinners. We solved that crime by dinner time. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. If you have zero friends and zero enemies, but you would like the chance to be featured on our show, please leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. We've made it very easy with a super cute hyperlink, lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens. There is also, as always, a one-click link in the show description below. Easy peasy beautiful Olsons. If you'd like to support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Even a dollar tip is much appreciated, or a billion dollars if you're an Olson twin. Come on, Mary Kate, send us a billion dollars. <laughs> Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. And hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show Pod, Chelsea and I are going to be rating a two-star review from Amazon.com for, this is a book, Chelsea, titled Knitting with Dog Hair, Better <gasps> a Sweater from a Dog You Know Stop. and Love than a sheep you'll never meet. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> my God. Stop it. I can't. So to find out what made Chelsea say. Speaking of dramatic stories with people with like weird Al Yankovic hair. And to find out what made Trey say. Yeah, because we're talking about Michelle getting amnesia on a horseback ride. Like she <laughs> right. was old enough to be riding a horse by the time it ended. Then join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review to hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast. Oh my God, wait. Yeah? Don't forget. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. I love to do that. Gender <laughs> non-specific queen. Of course. Bye. Brother for sale. Oh my God, Only stop. 50 cents. <laughs> Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with voiceover talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Oh my God. Remember when they were credited as Mary Kate Ashley Olsen at the end of Full House? At the beginning. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Duh, top of show. Yes, yeah, that, that was shady. That them. was kind of shady. Like they just I wanted know. us to think that they were one person. No wonder they don't want to act anymore. Remember when they wouldn't do Fuller House and it was like a whole thing? I kind of respect it because, like, let this. What's the sister's name again? There, she's really good. I, I knew this was going to happen. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Olsen. She's really taken the torch. Why didn't they just hire her? She probably didn't want to do it. She does like sexier stuff. She's like. Yeah, that She's Marvel like, I'm show. good, thanks. She's like, I'm actually... I'm, I'm fine. I'm not doing it. Lifetime Christmas movies. I'm not advertising Clawy. Exactly. Just saying. Although, the best character name to ever exist is Kimmy Gibbler. 
Kimmy Gibbler is a good name. It's the best. It's something name. about the g and the b. It tells you everything you need to know about who that character is. It's so true. I love that. Good observation. Thank you. Kimmy Gibbler.